0: is the 77 WABC minicast.
1: Joining us now is former Michigan Congressman Pete Huckstra, also former ambassador to the Netherlands. And, uh, Congressman, it's so great to have you here. You know, you wrote a really powerful story. Uh, It was in the Gatestone Institute, and the headline is Time to Pull the Plug on Forced Electric Vehicles. Uh, I agree with you, but tell us why you wrote it.
2: Well, I wrote it uh, because it's so obvious. I mean, you have what you have our secretary of energy uh, who's going out promoting electric vehicles uh, and she has to have somebody in a gas powered vehicle drive ahead so that, you know, when she gets to a charging station, there's actually a charger available for her. But, you know, the trillions of dollars that the federal government is pumping into promoting electric vehicles uh, is being wasted. The technology is not there. Consumers don't want them uh, you know inventories are building up on car dealer lots uh, the automobile industry I think Ford's losing thirty two thousand dollars every time they sell an electric vehicle uh, you have Rivian I think is losing 37 thousand dollars per vehicle just because the government is forcing them in that direction. You know, it's actually business malpractice for people like uh, the CEO at Ford, the CEO at Rivian uh, to be, you know, investing in these kinds of technologies that aren't ready.
0: Congressman Judge Richard Weinberg, sir, good to talk to you again. What I'm concerned about is the statism involved in this, this industrial policy. This to be a free market country where I have consumer choice and I'm able, if I want an electric car, Congressman, I can get an electric car. If I don't want an electric car, I can get a gas powered car. Why is the government imposing on this? What kind of fantasy land are they living in when the infrastructure is not there to do the job?
2: You're exactly right, uh, you and I aren't living in fantasy land. We're living in the real world. We see that it won't work. it's uh, It's government that's living in fantasy land uh, that uh, you know that the technology is there, but most importantly, they think consumers are there, and consumers are proving it uh, every day when they purchase cars. They're not buying them anymore. One quick anecdote for you. There's a small little township in northern Michigan. The Chinese Communist Party in coordination with Goshen, a Chinese company, wanted to build a plant in that community. Governor Whitmer is in favor of it. The state legislature is in favor of it. All the business development people are in favor of it. They're bribing this little township, promising billions of dollars in investment. You know what happened yesterday? They pulled the every plug. Single, <laughs> every They pulled the plug. Every single local official that supported that that we could recall, they were recalled. The people mm-hmm. said, "We won't. We don't want the Chinese communists in our community. We don't want an electric battery plant in our community. We don't want government telling us what to do. We don't want the environmental risk." Uh, you know, one of the guys who replaced the existing uh, township supervisor in a recall election and remember recalls are hard he won with 73 or 73% of the vote uh, american you know and that was after they were being bribed with billion dollars they <laughs> right. said no we don't want the money this is you know leave our community alone we'll make our own decisions we want freedom we don't want government coming in from lansing from grand
1: rapids and coming into our little rural and uh, Congressman Mooney, so you have a question? I, I was just going to
0: emphasize, you know, Judge Weinberg said it, but when these electric vehicles will work, when the free market demands it, when when it makes sense economically and it's convenient, that's when it will work. Not The government should not be picking winners and losers in the energy business. That's the point I wanted to make. And, yeah. look, in West Virginia, we call these uh, electric vehicles coal-powered cars because the energy has to come from somewhere anyway. Yeah. These yeah. are coal-powered anyway. Yeah. The other thing I was told today, yeah. I was talking to a scientist, and you know how we're under attack continuously from china in different situations well one electronic pulse i forget what that one pulse can knock out every electric car in the united
1: states that's ma did you hear that um congressman yeah. that's amazing
2: absolutely we're putting ourselves at the you know at risk to the chinese this is absolutely a foolish policy if we you know, with fossil fuels, we can be energy independent. We can be transportation independent. And we, our, our policymakers in Washington and in Lansing, believe that, eh, let's, let's go to a technology that the Chinese dominate. Uh, let's put our transportation into uh, a technology that the like, Chinese
0: like, dominate.
1: Like, like 90, let's be fine. We'll be fine.
0: They make 90% of our antibiotics.
1: I I hate for them to get mad at us. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we saw what that was uh, during COVID, all the PPE. Remember all the stuff? We're we're like beholden to it. It's crazy, Congressman Mooney.
0: Now, we got to start manufacturing these things in the United States of America. Uh, For too long, we've relied on China. It's not even fair competition, it's a communist government. They don't pay fair wages. You talk about the environment and things in these electric cars. The pollution in China is crazy. Our country is so much better than mine the coal here and make the energy here. And I also wanted to mention that once they're done with the coal, they'll come after the oil and gas, too. If we let the government pick the winners and losers and what kind of car we drive, where we get our energy from, we're all going to lose uh, down the road because they're coming after all of it. They have this naive vision that we can all be on uh, you know, renewable energy sources, and the, the numbers just don't add up for that. But it will work if they the make it feasible. That, yeah. you know, the hybrid cars are yeah, kind of popular, don't you think, Congressman? The hybrid cars are more popular. Some of them.
2: I have a hybrid. Hybrid sales are up by thirty-seven percent. I own a I own a small Ford Maverick truck. I get uh, 40, 45 miles per gallon. Yeah. Um, and if I run out of if I run out of energy, I can go into the gas station. I can fill it up, and I can keep going.
0: The CEO of Toyota has it right. He says, "I'm going to make diesel cars. I'm going to make gas cars. I'm going to make electric cars. I'm going to make hybrid cars. Let the customer
1: decide what they like."
2: Exactly. And
1: by the way, as we're talking about, uh, and we're talking about energy and oil, uh, Pete, um, one of the things is interesting. uh, This just crossed the wire that a federal judge just a little bit ago upheld the Biden administration's approval of the Willow oil drilling project. In Alaska, remember that's uh but it was very limited. They had this whole area that they could have gotten. Uh, it, it is so political. And, and Ed Cox, who's also here in studio, we were talking about that earlier, the timing of it that he suddenly wants to do just a little bit of drilling. What a surprise with the election a year away. I mean, it's so disingenuous. Uh, the,
2: well, it yes, is. He, he can get it immediate is. results from it and drive down the, uh, the price of oil and price of gasoline, just like he did by dumping. A million barrels of oil out of the strategic petroleum reserve every day, leading up to Israel to the uh, midterms. And, and by
1: the way, some of it was sold yep. was sold to China too early on. Remember, exactly. of, thought, yeah. you can't make it up. So Pete, Congress, what ahead. do you think of that?
2: Yeah, no, you're right. You can't make it up. Uh, the good news is, consumers, American grassroots, are figuring this out. They're paying three seventy five per gallon in Michigan. They don't like it. Uh, You know, they're they're seeing brownouts. uh, They're seeing Michigan going to wind and solar and all of this only because of government subsidies. And they know it doesn't work. And it's just a small little township. But I think the American grassroots is going to rebel against this strategy Uh, and say we don't want to be dependent on China and we don't want to be dependent on government policymakers telling us what we can and cannot buy. We are smart enough to figure this out all by ourselves.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Congressman Pete Huckstra, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Such an important topic. Always good
2: to be with you, Rita, and say hi to Ed for me.
1: I will. I will. Ed's listening. He's here. Yep, thanks. (laughs) Thanks so much. Okay, Thank you.